0: Hey, everybody. Just a reminder to go see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock, 502 Texas Avenue. Best beer in Lubbock by far. Brendan and I can both attest to it. Great guys, great place to hang out with friends and great food trucks out there as well. But they were voted the best place to have a beer in Lubbock. Best of the West for this year. So go down and see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock. Now let's get to RRS in 10. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into RRS in 10. I am RC Maxfield alongside Brandon Solis for your Wednesday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day, one of Brandon's favorite holidays, which is abnormally weird, but I guess abnormally and weird um would be a double negative so i'm just going to move on and act like i actually <laughs> know the english language uh brandon how are you doing
1: doing good uh get some green beer at two Docs there you go uh, later today so that's going to be fun yeah absolutely i'm really excited yeah. to do that and uh, no-, no i think you're about to say what i probably no, not,
0: not probably much going on say.
1: exactly exactly
0: <laughs> um it is fitting though that texas tech the one athletic event on well Today Wednesday, um, is against the Mean Green. It's there you uh, go. The volleyball team they're out and didn't they uh, have first serve scheduled for 5 p.m. You can actually watch that on the Facebook page for North Texas if you want to check out Coach Tony Greystone and crew. Let's recap though what happened yesterday, March 16th, in Texas Tech athletics. Texas Tech women's tennis swept SMU. Of uh, the American Conference. They came in and beat them in straight sets, four to nothing. Texas Tech improved to 10 and three on the year, three and 0 oh in conference. SMU went to 10 and seven and three and 0 oh in the American Conference. Elsewhere in the athletics department, you had Texas Tech Women's Golf win their second team title at the BYU Spring Classic and claim their 15th tournament title under JoJo Robertson after Snow canceled the final round. Um, so, yeah, congrats to those ladies. Sophia Garcia, um, Garcia, excuse me, finished tied for third at even par, while Cecilia Nelson and Gala Dumas uh, were both two over and tied for sixth. So there you go. Congratulations to those ladies, and they will be moving on, and their next tournament will be down in San Antonio at the Invitational hosted by UTSA. Elsewhere in the athletic department, we got some news today that well golf is just awesome right now on campus. Yep. As Martin and Aberg, Garrett Martin and Ludwig Aberg both tied for third down at the George Hannon Invitational by finishing at 5 under par at the University of Texas Golf Club. The number 19 Red Raiders tied for second as a team in the standing shooting 9 under in the final round on Tuesday. So congrats to Martin and Aberg as they finished in the top three for their rounds down there in Austin, elsewhere in the athletic program. The Texas Tech baseball team added a matchup to their schedule. The Red Raiders added an April midweek series versus the Lobos of New Mexico for the last week of April. That game will take place on April 27th in Lubbock. That will be on a Tuesday and first pitch is scheduled for 6.30 p.m. The midweek game fits in between a pair of Big 12 uh, weekend series when Tech hosts Baylor on April 23rd and 25th, and then they travel down to Austin and play on April 30th through the 2nd. But as I mentioned, the only thing going on in athletics today, the 17th, is that volleyball game. But, Brandon, you and I were both at spring practice number two Um, And we have an article up on the site that, again, you wrote. And I am just happy that I can send the notes to you and you make it look great because God knows I couldn't do that. Um, But what was your biggest takeaway from day number two? And we'll preface this again. It's spring practice. We only are in there for about 30 minutes, but we focused on offense today. We wanted to look at the quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and some of the offensive guys, especially the skill position players what was your biggest takeaway from day number two um, and we won't see him for a week the next time we could potentially see them is next Wednesday
1: uh, biggest takeaway today I think you'll you might agree maybe is uh Henry Columbia had a really really solid day um, again I know there's some posters we kind of chatted about it but um you know if we had the season he had last year for the Red Raiders you know the up and down kind of for the whole team but um really liked what I saw from him today though uh, some progress it looks like he uh looks like him and cumby really uh established kind of a chemistry there and he seemed to kind of be the guy today for for cumby uh you know we saw some uh like you mentioned we watched them all what how however long we were out there i, can't, I don't even know how long we were out there but
0: it was about 25 them the 30 round. minutes yeah in that that's range. what i was thinking yeah
1: and um i, I was surprised by how um because he doesn't have too much zip on his little short passes and no, that's not. something me and you kind of harped on and uh it kind of just floats there and then you see him throw a deep ball and i mean he's he's dropping some dimes in there Money. and all the guys are are doing pretty well i would say but today he's kind of stood out as the, the go-to guy and that's that's a good thing for um for the red raiders to have because yesterday donovan smith really stood out to us today it was henry columbia so still missing one big name on campus but uh, so we'll wait and see when, what happens when Tyler Shuck gets here. But I'm um, impressed by Henry, nonetheless.
0: And he graduates Oregon in two days on the 19th when mm-hmm. the Red Raiders play in the NCAA tournament. So he might be here um, in the 806 sooner rather than later. Yeah, the thing that stood out to me was definitely Columbia. And then I, I don't think that Donovan Smith had a bad day outside of really maybe one or two bad throws. The throw that really stands out to me that just – wasn't a great throw and we both watched it was that to Chad Townsend yeah on the outside on the deep post where he just really didn't even give him a chance threw it about three or four yards out of bounds and you see Matt yeah, Wells it. yeah and, and credit to Townsend he he yeah. finished the play um but Matt Wells you could hear mm-hmm. him from where we were sitting um because they did practice in Jones AT&T Stadium not at the practice field today um said hey Chad who threw you that ball obviously Chad answered and said Donovan and you could see a little bit of frustration with Wells, but then the very next throw from Smith was right on the money. And oh, it was like almost off was forgotten for a second. Yeah. But to say that one guy stood out from the QB group, it was Henry Columbia for sure. Um, Baron Morton didn't look bad outside of a couple of low passes. Um, I thought he was just really unfortunate because, um, we you mentioned it in the article, um, Brandon, but the wide receivers just had awful hands today. Um, just to put it, and that's nice to say because there was just, it it was bricks, man, uh, on some of them. And it it was one of those deals where maybe it was just the second day of camp and they were trying to do a little too much or something, but, Mm -hmm. um, you could see that come be and other coaches were visibly frustrated at the amount of drops that the offense had. Um, I think that'll obviously change. I think there's a lot of guys, um, in terms of, you know, okay. You have this in terms of production from your guys. You have Erica Zakama, You have guys, you know, and Fungi who's okay. You you see the talent, but it's like a Jalen Polk situation. You got to prove it. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, you got a lot of guys that are just coming in here and trying to make a name for themselves. Um, it was good to see the tight ends today a little bit more incorporated. They had a couple bad drops. But, I mean, overall, you and I, we we made it a point of emphasis As soon as we walked into Jones, we were like, okay, let's watch quarterbacks today.
1: Um,
0: And that's what we did. And Columbia stood out. I mean, it's simple and plain. He stood out. I think you would agree with this too. If you don't, please correct me. Um, I don't think there is a path that I envision where Henry Columbia is the starting quarterback for Texas Tech. He's He's a very good backup to have. And I think he's also a really good guy to have in the sense that you mentioned him and Cumbie are coming together. Um, what is Henry Columbia? He's a player's coach in terms of his dad was a coach, everything like that. Same with Baron Morton, but Henry's got a little bit more experience. So I think it's good that you have a guy like Columbia in that room that can be like, Hey, here's what you need to do in this package. This is what you need to do here. Um, and he can just be kind of an extension of Cumbie in a lot of ways, but I mean, and he was, he was dropping dimes today and, um, I thought Smith was too outside of that really, really good um, catch by Townsend out of bounds, but again, it was out of bounds because didn't really give him a chance to catch it in bounds.
1: Yeah, and I kind of want to go back to the whole drop and passes kind of thing because it was oh very goodness, uh, yeah. apparent, and it seemed like they do like five or ten push-ups every drop, and we saw a lot of guys on the ground today.
0: There was but, a lot um, of push-ups. looked like Raider Red back in like, you know, oh, 08. Yeah. You oh, know yeah, just when, on
1: that board. Or, when Harold and Crabtree oh, like were
0: here, Yeah. Like or- the Oregon bad.
1: duck, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was pretty bad. And I mentioned, you know, that's something and you mentioned at the top, as soon as you started talking about it, it's just day two. So, um, you know, you're hoping that kind of passes over time. As I said, in the piece, I'm not trying to read this word for word or anything, but, um, you hope that passes over time. Your running, your running backs have been getting a lot of looks outside of the, in the, in the past game in the backfield. Uh, we saw Chucks and Sir Roderick make some, uh, couple a couple of catches out of the backfield. But yeah yeah he had and uh and we, it's we hard to saw, miss him yes we also saw him almost uh, get killed by sir Roderick uh chucks so <laughs> that, that was, was pretty funny. funny that was but funny. um i think next next time we go out there which you said might be next week we'll we obviously probably pick defense or something yeah um, if they're at uh jones because we were able to sit in stands and kind of walk around um which i i like that today but then i mentioned maverick mcgyver don't know um, don't want to keep going too long about this but um he had a couple passes. I mean, let's not forget about him. He's still, you know, obviously yeah. on staff, on the roster and and uh, you know, he had some coaching moments that we saw and you know, you just kind of uh, spending a whole 30 minutes you know watching the quarterbacks and I'm not too um I'm not too nervous about this group honestly. I think somebody will step up and like I said Chuck's still not here, so we'll see. I'm I'm pretty happy with this group uh, as of day 2 of spring uh, practice. I don't know if you agree with me.
0: Yeah, I am, especially when I think the most talented guy hasn't even stepped foot on campus yeah, yet. Exactly. And the guy that you and I both I think wholeheartedly agree is going to be the day one starter down in NRG, um unless just shit hits the fan, if we're being honest. Yeah. And... Uh, no, I don't I don't see it happening. Um but yeah, I mean it again, I what I really wanted to see and I, I'm really excited about him because I will wholeheartedly admit I did not know what Donovan Smith was in terms of I knew he was a good athlete. I knew that he um, played here in Lubbock and he was a solid quarterback, actually a really, really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, Dad was running back coach. But really, I didn't know a lot about him because the shoulder injury, I didn't know what to expect, right? And he, you can be medically cleared. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you're going to look any kind of similar than you did before. Um, And just watching the tape of him in high school, and that's really the last tape we have of him, and him seeing him live just for two days, it's all back. He, he's fine. And, and, and dude is built, man. I mean, it, the most baller move about Donovan Smith and you know, he's a baller when you're wearing sleeves. That's how, you know, you're a baller when you're a quarterback and you're wearing long sleeves and you're dropping dimes, you're a baller, man. And I mean, it was just one of those deals where um, you could tell, Um, I noticed on a couple of his throws, he was really harping on his footwork and he wanted to get his footwork better. And typically that's what you want in a young kid in terms of at the quarterback position. Footwork is usually the last thing that comes around because athletic ability and everything, but no, I'm definitely excited about the group too. Um, It's going to be interesting to see if uh, Shuck comes to campus here in the next couple of days. Um, If I'm being, you know, honest. And again, this is just a prediction. Um, Call me out on it if you disagree, Brandon, but I would assume that Shuck is going to um, be here for the second part of spring practice, which would be really, really big for him in terms of trying to win that starting job and, um, you know, really getting the playbook down and at least getting some reps.
1: Yeah, I hope he is. And I hope we really get to see him in person a couple of times and uh, see how he kind of just jumps into things and, see how the other guys kind of react to him i know um from what we've heard from wells and from w- what we heard from everybody there this is obviously a move everybody's kind of happy about including the quarterback room because a i mean he's going to be a he's a projected you know future draft pick and some you know pretty high draft pick at that but um pack 12 quarterback so he brings that experience over here and i'm pretty sure the other guys are going to have a ton of questions for him they can all learn off each other and Kind of go off that, and I also want to see how uh, how he does with Coach Scholes once he gets them uh, into his hands. So 6'5", 195, I think, is what Oregon had him at. And I really want to see what uh, Scholes does with his body and kind of maybe take him to a next level. And, you know, if he comes in the later part of spring, I guess you get all summer with him and then obviously fall camp. So just to see from when he arrives to when he takes his – you know, for a snap, whenever that may be in real game action, see how much change there has been with him.
0: Yeah. And that's going to do it for this red Raiders sports in 10. Um, so much for 10 again, but um, yeah, not 30 minutes. I, I don't think. Yeah. This we, we cut it down. I think it's about we 15. Did. Uh, I mean, that's good stuff right there. Uh, no, but for Brandon, I'm RC. Appreciate y'all listening to red Raiders sports in 10, go down to two tomorrow, get one of those green beers, um preferably if they got it in a Chilton Goza love me a good Chilton Goza down there um but again he's branded I'm RC that's Red Raider Sports in 10 and for the latest Texas Tech Athletics news you know where to go that's redraidersports.com